people welcome back to another episode of the Tarty things podcast we somehow managed to make it to episode five which is called big people things and they ain't got nothing to do with talking about body name exposing the body business nothing like that it's not what you thought was big people things this is actual big people things this is taking care of yourself and your house when you would have moved out after you moved out and things that you should look out for, things that you should do, things that you shouldn't do, things that you kind of got to figure out for yourself, all of that. As always, feedback is definitely welcome. We deal with the feedback around midweek or so. So, you know, we normally throw out the question for you guys and we can't wait for your responses. Now, before I get too far, I just want to say that something big is coming. I don't want to say too much, but I guess you can see the post in good time. But it's very soon. Very, very soon. I really can't wait for you guys to, well, not to see because it ain't to see, but to hear what we got coming up. So let me jump into the episode. Try not to waste too much time because it's a lot. I actually wrote down. I started to make the notes for the episode. And after the first two or three lines, I was telling myself, I really don't have a lot of material for this. But I guess, as with any other form of writing, once you get into it, then you find yourself having a bit of a difficulty stopping. And you could really go on forever. But at the same time, you don't want the podcast episode to run too long because then people can get to her listening. And there's some people that will see the length and not even bother to start. So trying to keep everybody in mind here. Also, interesting fact, it is actually 12.17 in the morning right now. I don't know why I'm up. I don't know why I'm up recording this at this hour of time. But we can just go with it. Yeah? Yeah. So, I... This is actually five and a half years now that I would have moved out. I would have been living on my own. I left um, home February 2014, actually. So my sister left as well. And for those of you who know me, you know that me and my sister, like, I mean, you, you can't see, but I got my, my two fingers crossed together, like my index finger and my middle finger, they're like just crossed together real tight. I guess you know what I mean. But yeah, that's me and my sister. So we had actually discussed before we were going to move about moving out. And I don't know if I didn't take it seriously enough. But the time crept up really quickly. And by the time we realized how close it was, she had found a place. And I was yet to find one. And that was a mad scramble. Anyhow, we can touch on a little bit. Uh, a little further than the episode. So, there are different reasons why people would normally look to move out from their parents' house. Um, for some people, it's as simple as feeling that you, they're, they're old enough. That's it. Like, I, 
I at this stage in my life now where I should be doing this on my own. I should be taking care of myself and starting my own adventure. If that's you, kudos to you. Big it yourself, keep going. Um, for some people, it is a matter of starting a family. Whether you are looking to start a family or you may have started a family already, intentionally or otherwise, and you feel like the best thing to do at this point is to kind of get your own space and settle in, get comfortable. Again, valid reason. For some people, it is a matter of peace of mind. You might not necessarily get along with the people in your household. And let me let me stick a pin here to say this, yeah? Don't let nobody dust each other, whether it's a son or a daughter. Try to make you feel bad for not having a good relationship with your family. Yeah? Blood really don't account for much in the long run like there are people that are related to you like by blood like you came up with them and you don't get along with them half as well as somebody that you might have met in primary school so you you create your own family yeah but don't let anybody make you feel bad because you and your birth family don't get along how society thinks that you should that's it's different for everybody how you get along with your family if it's good then that's fantastic really happy for you but it might not be the same for somebody else don't make them feel bad about it it's not their fault so that's also a very valid reason for moving out probably i guess to my mind one of the more valid reasons for moving out because as you might remember the last episode we talked about personal space and boundaries and drawing a line in the sand and if you feel like the situation that you are in at the point in time is not really conducive to your overall mental well-being then splurt they get up and left that's that's the best thing to do whether you got to do it with a roommate whether you and some other family members that you do get along with decide to move or if you can just hit it solo that's up to you but you have to know what your mental health is worth to you. Yeah? So, good. That would have covered the different reasons. So, well, some of the different reasons, sorry, for moving out. I'm sure there are plenty others. And again, feel free to let me know what you think would be a good enough reason to move out. Um, you would have heard me mention a little while ago about my sister and I making any plans to move out. And... I guess somebody would have asked the obvious question by now why all them moving together. That was a, a thought, but because at the time neither of us had our own transportation and she was working in Beckles Road, I was working in Warren's. And the plan would have been to move to an area close enough to the workplace that you can either walk or public transportation is reliable. So that you don't find yourself in a situation where you got to be getting up super early to get to work. Because when I was living at home, we, the last place we had lived was Kingsland. And I had to get out the house by 6 o'clock. That, that, that even, even thinking about it now just blowing my mind. Because most mornings, no, at 6.30, I still in my bed, turning off my alarms. Yeah? 
Don't follow my example, people. Do better. But anyhow, so it, it, it did cross our minds, but like I said, because of where we were working, how far apart they were, we didn't think it would have been necessarily practical at the time. So she would have done her due diligence and done her research, looked for places for herself to live in. I thought I had all the time in the world. And that was not the case. Like by the time I started to take it seriously was probably like maybe a month or less than a month until it was time to go. And by then it was kind of at the stage where you gotta take whatever turn up or don't move and I was not prepared to have my sister leave and I I still stay there that was not an option for me at any point in time so I encourage you if it's something that you are thinking about doing is not something that I suggest you do overnight you have to give yourself enough time to plan it properly you gotta decide where you're gonna live where you want to live there what type of place you're looking for are you looking for a house you're looking for an apartment how many bedrooms you're looking for how many bathrooms you might be looking for you're looking for furnished unfurnished semi-furnished you also gotta check to see um what utilities are included in rent if any because that's not always the case for some people you gotta make sure that the rent is reasonable as well all these things you gotta factor in you gotta make sure too that you got the security deposit available because you don't just pay the first month's rent and moving you're you're moving into somebody else's house that they would have built they would have paid for and there whether it's furnished or not there are going to be things in the house that should you damage they need some sorry insurance against when you move out which is basically what the security deposit is for so if it's a case when you're ready to move and you know everything's still in good shape and what's not, you get back your money. If you decide to do garbage any time that you were in people's house, then your money burn. That's your business. You you will go on. Yeah? But it's, it's definitely something very serious to consider. I, I don't recommend to anybody that you just get one night and decide I can move and go and move into somebody's place. Um, and like I said that's basically what I ended up doing and the place I moved to it oh geez even even to think about it now starting to give me a headache and starting to make me sweat Um, it was not I what's the best way to put it they were not the ideal conditions but for me at the time I figured because I was a single male who then I, I didn't have a partner at the time. I didn't well I still don't have any children, no pets, no you know, no sort of obligations whatsoever. It's literally just me in my space. I really just need some place to sleep, some place to be able to cook use the bathroom, take a shower, keep my clothes. That was it. So the first place I had was actually a little studio apartment. But the location itself was fantastic. I mean, it was the most ideal thing. I was close to everything. I was close to the supermarket. 
Scores to Massey, close to Price Mart. There's a laundromat as well upstairs, Super Center. Shafat KFC, Breaking, all in the same area. Um, there was a barber, well, there were several barbers in the area, even though they didn't work out. But that's another story for another time. Like, I felt like I was close to everything. And and it was close to work as well. So that was one of the determining factors in me making that move. But the, the place itself was a hot mess. And again, this mostly came down to the fact that I procrastinated. And I still procrastinate to this day. Don't get me wrong, yeah. But I feel like I've gotten better at it. But this was as a result of me procrastinating for the entire how many other months my sister and I knew that we were looking to move out. So again, don't do it. I feel it when I tired hearing me say don't do it. Don't just get one night and you say you can move out and, and just move out. You can find yourself in problems, yeah? Yeah. I can train on this so again. Um but yeah, like I said, it, because of where it was, it was very convenient and i think that in my head at the time those pros outweighed the cons but then as time progressed there were some other cons that would have turned up for lack of a better phrase that made it they it, it made the choice for me to find some players else a lot easier let's just leave it at that anybody that knew where I live and when I come to visit at any point in time you know what the situation was and I mean it wasn't even anywhere to like to bring people it was legit a studio apartment I could have sat on the bed and throw my dishes in the sink which I mean is fine for like small utensils and plastic cups not so much for the plates and all that there yeah but again based on what I felt like I needed at the time it was it was acceptable, so I accepted it. It wasn't a lot of fun, and I think I, I stayed there way longer than I should have. But, you know, thank the Lord Almighty for me to see the light and get from around that place. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what else? Budgeting. This is a very, I feel like this should be an episode by itself. So we can just, we can just scratch the surface lightly and push forward smartly. Yeah? You, you obviously know you got a pair right now. If it's a case where you were living with your parents before and you would have paid, you would have been paying the one or two bill, but you know, your money was essentially your money still. It's a different ball game though. You got rent to pay every month. Depending on how your rent is set up, you got bills to pay every month. You have to, I will, sorry. I recommend that you take your supermarket shopping seriously every month. Well, every week and every month, depending on what you're going for, there are certain things that you should get only when you need them, like your fresh fruits and your vegetables. I do not recommend you buying anything produce to put down for longer than three days remember what i tell you but then your things obviously like your toiletries your housewares and that that sort of stuff you could buy whenever and just put them there but i also don't recommend trying to buy everything wanting you gotta prioritize and organize in your head what do you really need at this point what can you not substitute 
what is absolutely critical for even the base the most basic level of comfort in the home that you're in at the point in time and put those to the top of the priority list and go for those as soon as you can other things then i guess as you get a little extra change or you got a little change left back from the last payday you put towards that stuff um speaking of budgeting as well you know how how bad you used to feel when you was a little man and you in the back of the car and you mother passing chauffeur and you figure that you hollering out for chauffeur mean that you would get ice cream because she love you and because you she chill and use the latest shoe world and she's so happy to see you then for sure turn around and tell you that they got food home yeah they got rice in your fridge and this is your rice in your fridge remind yourself that there is rice in your fridge do not allow yourself to slip into the habit of constantly buying food whether this is going out to eat or buying food to bring home fast food or other ways I'm not saying that you can't do it every once in a while. You know, sometimes on a Friday night, you get a lot of ribs and chips, some barbecue pigtails are saying, and you come home and enjoy, you enjoy that. You had a long week. Fine, but not that every evening you find yourself in a position where you're looking to go and buy food or that you, you go to go work and you go to buy breakfast, you go to buy lunch, you go to buy dinner to come home. That is not... It may, even if you tell yourself that it's easier for you at the point in time, when you, if you happen to use a credit card, I want you to track your spending after, let me say, just, just for a month. Track your spending for one month after doing that. And let me know how appalled you are at your poor spending habits because it's, it's really ridiculous and is extremely unnecessary. That's, and it's a trap. I, don't get, it's a trap that's very easy to fall into. Don't get me wrong. But again, remind yourself that there's rice in the fridge. It might not be rice. It might be cereal on top of the cupboard. It might be tuna in the fridge. It might be bread and peanut butter on the counter. Like Whatever it is that you buy and you keep home, remind yourself that you got out of there and People the people food places. Save your money for things that you actually gotta get for the house. Or, depending on how detailed and meticulous you are with your planning, you might want to look to put down that money to maybe get your own place if you're looking to rent. If you do happen to move, be moving into your own place and you still gotta be mindful of things like land tax and house insurance and all that good fantastic stuff that you don't learn nothing about. So Try to exercise a little self-control as far as those things are concerned because it definitely is going to go along there. So after you spend half a year, well, that's not realistic. After you spend three quarters of your paycheck in the supermarket, because you know move, you got to get a broom, you got to get a mop, you got to get a wear straight, you got to get dishes. I hope to God that you mother love you enough to give you at least two saucepans and a frying pan because proper ones ain't cheap. It actually took me maybe about three, three and 
three and a half years. It took me about three and a half years to actually realize why I needed to buy a full saucepan set. Because when I moved out, my mother gave me a few saucepans and a couple frying pans. And I was making do with those. But then, I mean, it's more, I, I don't want to call it a luxury, but it's something that you can't not appreciate once you have it. Because it makes cooking a lot easier when you have the appropriate pots and pans to do certain things, yeah? So, if that's not something that is high on the priority list for you, then that's fantastic. You could probably make do with an oil saucepan that you might have had down to the back of the cupboard and the frying pan that got all the black marks to the side that you can't scrub off. Live your life. But, again, if you are going to be looking to spend some time in the kitchen, especially when it comes to regularly preparing meals, it's definitely worth it to invest in a good cookware set. Yeah? I think Pricemart has a decent variety. If you happen to uh, patronize the Indian man who sells from his minivan, you can see what he can get and go from there. But it's, it's a lot. Like, the things that you have to get when you move in is crazy. And so many things you don't realize that you need them until you go to use it thinking that you're still at your parents' house and then you realize that you're at your own house and you never bought one of these things. So sometimes it involves you getting up at 7 o'clock on a Saturday evening to run to the supermarket because you you realize that you didn't buy a toothbrush holder and you're really about just resting toothbrush I say these things. But it's, it's the small frivolous things for you that just really get to you. So that means the things that you gotta be mindful of. Um, I mean, I feel like I go, I could go on and on. Sound like a surge protector. Yeah, a surge protector. You, these are things that you take for granted. And I tell you, because these are things that I take for granted, and I had to shell out a good set of money to be buying these things. Even more so, the second time that I moved, because as bad and as painful as it sounds. The first apartment that I moved into literally had one wall outlet. Yeah, so the entire apartment, one outlet, and that was behind the fridge. So both um, both plugs had surge protectors into them. One was dealing with the appliances. The other was dealing with like for the charger and the iron and that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, you gotta buy an iron. You gotta buy an iron. If you buy an iron, you gotta buy an ironing board. Damn and cheap. Fam, if you if you never believe anything that I say, believe me when I tell you that ironing board is ain't cheap. Good. These are things that you like I said you just accustomed seeing them there and you figure that these is these are just things that you just got like who doesn't have these things you know who doesn't have them you when you move out and I feel like they're starting to sound like I trying to discourage you from moving out and it's quite the opposite I just rather that you be prepared when you do move out 
because it's not it's not as simple and straightforward as some people make it seem or that you would think it would be but at the same time it's not it's not rocket science yeah there are things that you can figure out on your own there are things that you can improvise there are things that you can do without there's things that you can improvise until you can get there's a lot of possibilities so you know you gotta find what is work for you because you are you know you turn in your key in the door anybody come at you and they ain't like how the place look nobody ain't gonna holler at you and tell you to get clean nobody ain't gonna wake you up in middle of the night to tell you to carry out the garbage you you are you won't play us no you say so all oh, these are things that you gotta take care of and on the topic of taking care of things you also need to be mindful of house maintenance and this goes for things like light bulbs um one of the things that I did actually last time we moved we got we bought a box of the LED lights to change out the light bulbs that we could reach because again all of these are things that you don't be mindful of and that trust me you can be mindful of that when your first light bill jumped on your neck back that it is not a very pleasant experience so the more of these things you keep in mind going into it the better prepared you can be and you're never going to be 100% prepared never ever 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 going to be 100% prepared but I feel like the more prepared you are then the less it stinks so you know try to try to prepare yourself as much as possible so in terms of taking care of the house you got to you gotta understand how often you should clean certain things, certain places, and not necessarily why, because I feel like cleaning is self-explanatory. Like no, nobody don't want to be nasty, dog. Don't no, you know you don't want to be nasty. It is not, it's not fine. It's not cool. Like you just tell yourself, yeah, yeah, me know, and they could clean it when they want to clean it. But then you're gonna be saying so till you see a cockroach run across your wall at three o'clock in the morning. Them niggas ain't come to watch TV. Them come cause you nasty. So you can want to be dealing with these things as well, yeah. Um, normally I would recommend that you sweep once a week. So if you if your job permits and you get home at a reasonable time, maybe you can pick a day during the week to do that. If you're like me, and I'm not going to make any further comment on that, the weekend probably is your best friend for these sorts of things. So you can give a, a weekly sweep, mop perhaps once a month or maybe every other week, depending on the traffic to your house. And it's, again, these are things that you really got kind of fine tune for yourself based on your habits and your patterns these are things to look out for um you definitely don't want to let more than two weeks pass without cleaning the shower um your supermarket normally has a plethora of chemicals available for you to 
yeah pretty decent job done i am a fan of thick bleach because it it holds on to the wall and it makes it easier for you to to clean so i would recommend the thick bleach a bucket some warm water and a pair of gloves and a face mask because bleach don't be easy yeah and I let me take a second to talk to the fellas. Ladies, I know for the most part when I got this covered, when I could go on and watch TV or saying at this point. Men, listen, we gotta do better as it relates to doing laundry. You can't just take apart the clothes and pelt them in the machine. Cause then when you black shirt start to look white the red shirt starts to look pink you already gonna boss a blame but yourself and that's saying that you should be you should be mindful of because you ain't one be walking about in cut out clothes dying dying working so i feel like i don't know anybody who's ever tried to wash their bed sheets and their towels with their regular clothes or with their underwear and if you do, please don't let me know. I would prefer to continue to believe that I don't know anybody like that. But normally you would start your towels and your sheets, um, your dark clothes, your white clothes, your light colored clothes, because it's not, I mean, again, self-explanatory is not the same as your white clothes. Um, you can also look to maybe do your underwear by themselves, depending on how many people live in your house is so many different ways to do your laundry yeah but again it comes down to you but don't let guilt a hand i mean i'm gonna wash your clothes i'm gonna pick them up off your line fold them up trust do i tell you fold them up or hang them up put them away preferably within two business days it's not it's not fun having to play a catch up on laundry that's just been there for no reason i could tell you um i like that's the thing i feel like there's so much more that we could go into but again we already passed half hour and it's just is is a whole set of things that we could touch on so I want to hear from y'all if there are any of you who would have moved out i guess either by choice or by force let me know what are some of the things that you discovered when you moved out that it that it let you for six that you you wasn't looking for you wasn't sure about so it might have been the cost of laundry detergent that was another podcast episode all by itself watch and see um even something like the cost of a dish drainer picking toilet paper and hand tissues like these are things that you took for granted because your mother bought them and put them there and you used to waste them you you didn't know what she's picked out one you didn't know how much it costs but Saying to rip and grind instead of you going for the mom, you take up it's 10 12 pieces of tissue to wipe it up. 
Kalau you masih baik lah Baik lah Kalau you gonna buy it No So yeah I am definitely looking forward to your feedback for this Let me know what are some of the things that caught you off guard When you moved out on your own Or even if it's a case where you didn't necessarily move out Maybe you went overseas to study And you were staying on campus Or you were staying You you had an apartment overseas You had to take care of it by yourself Or maybe with a roommate Let me know what are some of the things that you encountered That you definitely were not looking for And you had to find a way to, to handle it I think that's the best way to put it. So, that's enough for me for now. I really looking forward to hear what you guys have to say about this one. And again, like I would have said at the beginning of the podcast, something big is definitely coming very soon. And I hope that y'all stick around to hear what it is. Yeah? So, that's it for me. Good morning. Is is minutes to one? No. I, I don't know why up. Uh, I haven't slept as yet, but I'm going to pay for it tomorrow. So, that'll be my problem, not yours. Y'all enjoy whatever time of day is when you're listening to this. And be productive, yeah? And care with the garbage. Later.